Alright, we're going to get a little bit into Peric Base. Uh, so the morale left off Peric Aleph actually by telling us that was fundamentally a definition of carbonus sacrifices. But being that nowadays, really the, the avoda, now that we don't have, because of our terrible sins, we don't have a base amygdish, they're able to bring carbonus. So instead, the, the, we have, we have a tefillah, we have prayer. So he's going to now dig into tefillah. In other words, there's okay, two parallel tracks, carbonus and tefillah. Perak Aleph was primarily carbonus, weaving some tefillah into it. And now we're going to talk about tefillah, and therefore, you'll, you'll notice that he's going to open again with a Pasuk from Mishlei. Like we said before, that the morale opens a topic with a Pasuk from Mishlei. And the reason for that is because you need a marshal. You need a, an analogy to grab on to a really difficult idea. That's the uh, that's the, the that's the that's the um, tweezers, the right or the yeah whatever uh, forceps. Thank you. Uh, that to make our big clunky sausage-like fingers able to pick up a really tiny little diamond is use forceps. That's a marshal. Okay, marshal is the same thing but zoomed, you know, made much bigger, coarser. And we should be able to grab onto it. So here we go, another marshal first. Save a Mishli. Mesir Osno Mishmoa Torah. Someone who turns his ear away from learning Torah. Gamt to Eva. Also, his prayer is an abomination. Now, obviously, you guys all remember from last week the, the use of the word toeva, abomination, right? Because that was that was the previous parak opened up with the pasuk in Mishlei, zevach rushoyim toeva, usilas yisharim ritzona. But so the, the sacrifice of rushoyim, of evildoers, is a toeva, is a abomination. It's a despicable thing. And here we're being told the same thing about a Yid, about a Jew, who is praying to Hashem, who believes in Hashem, and yet his prayer is a Toeva. Obviously not on the same level as that, as the carbon of a Russia, but nonetheless it's described with the same word. Why? Because he turned his ear away from hearing words of Torah. So it can mean one of two things. It can mean in a more global sense. A person who says, I'm not interested in listening to Torah. I'm not interested in learning Torah. I'm not interested in doing mitzvahs. What I am interested in is that Hashem should give me health. Is that Hashem should give me wealth. That Hashem should give me a good shidduch, a, 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 a good wife. That's, so, so I'll turn to Hashem in prayer, in that, but 
not interested in this Torah and this mitzvah. That would be a, a global and a fairly extreme way. We're going to see that the Gemara applies this Pasuk to a much more detailed and a much more intense type of a situation where a person is sitting and learning. He's sitting and learning Torah. And let's say there's something on his mind and he, he wants to turn to Hashem in prayer. So he closes the Sefer and he turns to Hashem in prayer. Says the Gemara, Mesir Ozno Mishmoa, Torah. Someone turns his ear away from hearing Torah. Gaunt's philosophy That prayer will not be answered. And we're going to discuss why, of course. Well, that's quite a level to begin with. We need to begin with, not to begin with, to end with it. It's a high level, yeah. Well, the one in which it's a terrible one. I'm saying we're at the conclusion. It sounds like it's a terrible level of use. But I'm saying that that Uh-oh. just the, the mechanics of it of the person feels is distressed or whatever it is, and he's crying out to God. We're saying nothing doing. Now again, let's let's go back to the first example. The person never learns Torah. Maybe he doesn't even keep mitzvahs, but he's a yid, and he turns to God. Maybe he keeps some mitzvahs. He. Uh, He'll shake the he'll shake the lulav when the chabad you know on lulav sugar you walk in the street the chabad kid runs over to him hey you want you're Jewish you want to shake he'll shake the lulav he'll do that he'll do a few more things but he's uh, not interested and yet he turns to Hashem in prayer when when times are hard is that a beautiful thing or not? So, that I would also I would say there's also a beautiful thing, but we so we have to understand in the Hanami, it's a chiddush what Shlomo Melech is saying. Shlomo is saying that someone who turns away his ear from listening to words of Torah, his prayers are toeva. It's a it, it's a big chiddush that needs to be understood. But this is the marshal is to help us to understand what is tefillah. What is prayer? Nothing to do with this discussion. Maybe there's many bad things. People stealing is also bad, but has nothing to do with this. So here we're saying here. Yeah. Um, that, in light of what we just said, is that because the contrast of when a person is immersed in Torah, to then take away from that, as opposed to when a person's walking down the street, and then the Tsar hits him, that's that's the time of crying. That yeah. is the contrast. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, to cry to Hashem when you need, super important. Or you feel you want, or, or just because uh, it's something that you feel a connection to. A person feels a connection to Tzvila, he's a very emotional person, he connects to Hashem in that. When it comes to learning Torah, he's not interested. He's very busy, he works, he's got kids, he keeps business, doesn't have time to learn Torah. Yeah, it could also be such a thing. But yeah, so, so we have to understand this. A very, uh, very big chiddush. Okay, so... Um, number one. Hashem gave us here, Hashem gave us, put into the physical world, two spiritual entities. 
one is our nefesh, our life force, and our uh, emotions are, which is the basis for the shaman and all that stuff. Two is the Torah. The Torah is the will of Hashem, which is a reality. It's a spiritual reality to the point that the angels didn't want Moshe Rabbeinu to take the Torah down to this world. said, leave it here where it is. It exists in the spiritual realms. Let it stay here. Now the truth is that the Torah goes into our neshama. Yeah? There's, there's, there's a dynamic. If you don't have the right neshama, if you don't have the right receptacle, you can't learn Torah. You could intellectually, I hear that there's a lot of South Koreans that they learn the, the Babylonian Talmud. Good, learn the Babylonian Talmud. They also learn engineering. It has nothing to do with Torah. That's not Torah. Yeah? Torah, like we know, the, the, Midrash, the Midrash says that, uh, why is it that when the Torah describes Hashem coming to our Sinai, it says he came, Bo mi Seir, mi Paran. He came from from these places, Seir Paran. What's the difference where Hashem came? He came from heaven. That's where he came from. He come not from sea. Which direction did Hashem come from when he came to our Sinai? I would imagine he just appeared there. Yeah, he came. He, you want to call? It? He came down from heaven. He doesn't even have to come down from heaven. He, it's uh, not. Uh, he has free travel miles anywhere doesn't have to so what is it he had to get a stopover in in, in, in a stopover in Seir and Paran so the, so the Midrash says Hashem went for, to Seir which is where Esav lives Adam and offered them the Torah and they said we can't accept it. it it goes against what we are we can't it's impossible for us to accept it he went to Paran which is where Ishmael lives they said we, we can't accept it. In other words, Maral elaborates on this point in a number of places. The Guarie over there, the. Tiferes uh, Yisrael, I think maybe Netzach Yisrael as well, that it's a neshama that we have, the, the neshama that we have as, as, a, as the sons of Avram Avinu who regained the Madrigi of Adam at them. Of being an Adam, so he's capable of learning the Torah, of, of, of connecting to the Torah HaKadosha, to the Holy Torah, not to a newspaper, to a textbook uh, that they learned in South Korea. Yeah? Um, which is so ironic, you see, because South Koreans, the, the, Kore the Koreans were during the... You read books about the Holocaust, they were terrible anti-Semites, the Koreans. And now they're learning the Talmud. Terrible anti-Semites having never met a Jew. Because they learned from the, from the Japanese, who learned from the, from the Nazis. Nazis told the Japanese they were, they were bad, and the Japanese told the Koreans. How anti-Semitism spreads. Okay, I guess we're left off with the Yellow the Yoma. Today, that's what's happening in the world. Baruch Hashem. All right. Looking forward to digging into base next week.